Eucalyptus is for your lungs. Or drink as tea just for fun. Consume this herb in such small doses. It helps with migraines, but not psychosis. Carry in a poppet for your health, though it is not known much for wealth. Mix eucalyptus oil with a cup of water to keep the insects from you to not bother. If your lungs are very wet, this smoke or steam will help you yet. Greetings! Welcome back to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is an occasionally comedic podcast about mysticism, the esoteric, spirituality, and a little bit here and there in between. Sometimes I talk about recovery, sometimes I read poems. Right now, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. So bear with, it's not going to happen. That would be cool if it happened. Am I going to sneeze? Okay, no. All right, welcome back. It's been about a month. I have been on hiatus unexpectedly. I think it's good to take a little bit of time considering the work that I do to continue working on my spiritual path. And so that I can bring things to the table here and keep things fresh. That's a story that I've just weaved. Why not choose whatever story is going to serve me? Aren't we all storytellers in our own way? Weaving these webs with our words? Do we create reality? Or are we at the whim of some external higher power? Do demons take us apart? Or do we choose this path? Do we put ourselves back together? Or does the Blessed Mother do that for us? Has anyone else heard from the Virgin Mary lately? She, in her many forms? Have you heard of the Blessed Mother, the Goddess, who abides and waits for us in her patience and long-suffering care? I remember when she first started to show up to me when I was living in the woods of East Texas. Sophia, Mary Magdalene, some say Isis, but she hasn't presented herself to me as such. Kuan Yin, My very own grandmother was named Mary. 
Mary Ann, to be specific. And she was married to my granddaddy, whose name was Amiel, which is a version of the word Emmanuel, the name God is with us, God be with us. What stories make sense in your life? What is your spiritual path? Do you have a spiritual path? I was listening to Dave Mannheim on Mark Marin earlier. I hadn't listened to Mark Marin's podcast in years, though I used to love it. But I do listen to Dopey. So I was listening to the episode with Dave on Mark Marin, and in one of the ads, Marin was talking about how we take care of our mental health just like we do our physical health, just like how we eat right and exercise. That so too ought we with our minds. And I thought, well, what to of the spirit then? Of my spiritual health. Is there a difference between the mind, the body, and the spirit? Are we fragmented? And is it part of our path to bring all these things together? Is it possible to have a healthy mind without a healthy body? Is it possible to have a healthy body without a healthy spirit? Is it possible to have a healthy spirit without a daily practice? I heard it said in 12-step that Yesterday's serenity doesn't carry over to today, and boy, do I feel that. Some days I try to cut corners. Some days I don't want to do the work. But I'm a warrior. A spiritual warrior. a warrior, a fighter for peace. Do not the fighters wake up early in the morning and train many times throughout the day for hours. And I'm speaking for my own self because maybe that's not you, right? Like I'm not I'm not an MMA fighter, so I'm not going to spend four hours at the gym, but I am a spiritual warrior, and so maybe I am going to spend more time on my spiritual path. But for me, it's also related to my mind, getting my mind right. There's an overlap, right, between the mind, the body, and the spirit practices like yoga or karate or running, the discipline that we learn in one area of our life bleeds into and affects other areas. 
The crown of the head is where the divine is seated. Though I suppose you could say that the divine is seated everywhere and that the heart of reality is everywhere. But traditionally, the crown. I imagine it, it's like where the flames come out, where the Holy Spirit ascends. Where the patron deity is crowned to the head of the shaman. The crown chakra from yoga. I've heard it said that if the mind is not right, then the crown will fall off. What else am I going to do with my day? I'm going to read this. It's from a compilation of writings called Teachings of the Hindu Mystics, and it's edited by Andrew Harvey. I know I said that this podcast is comedic, but that's really the only joke, is that it's actually not funny at all anymore. Um, I'm just not going to try that hard, y'all. Like, I'm just not going to try to be funny. If it comes out... Then, okay. Anyway, okay. So, and see, this is what happens when I try to explain myself. Then it throws me off. It's like, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. It's like, watch me explain about explaining myself. Okay, this writing is called The Unitive State. And maybe once I start reading it, we'll see what happens. The self... Pure awareness shines as the light within the heart, surrounded by the senses. I'm going to start over. The self, pure awareness, shines as the light within the heart, surrounded by the senses. Only seeming to think, seeming to move, The self neither sleeps, nor wakes, nor dreams. When the self takes on a body, he seems to assume the body's frailties and limitations, but when he sheds the body at the time of death, the self leaves all these behind. The human being has two states of consciousness, one in this world, the other in the next. But there is a third state between them, not unlike the world of dreams, in which we are aware of both worlds with their sorrows and joys. When a person dies, it is only the physical body that dies. That person lives on in a non-physical body which carries the impressions of his past life. It is these impressions that determine his next life. In this intermediate state, he makes and dissolves impressions by the light of the self. 
In that third state of consciousness, there are no chariots, no horses drawing them or roads on which to travel, but he makes up his own chariots, horses, and roads. In that state, there are no joys or pleasures, but he makes up his own joys and pleasures. In that state, there are no lotus ponds, no lakes, no rivers, but he makes up his own lotus ponds, lakes, and rivers. It is he who makes up all these from the impressions of his past or waking life. It is said of these states of consciousness that in the dreaming state when one is sleeping, the shining self who never dreams, who is ever awake, watches by his own light the dreams woven out of the past deeds and present desires. In the dreaming state when one is sleeping, the shining self keeps the body alive with the vital force of prana, wanders wherever he wills. In the dreaming state when one is sleeping, the shining self assumes many forms, eats with friends, indulges in sex, sees fearsome spectacles. But he is not affected by anything because he is detached and free. And after wandering here and there in the state of dreaming, enjoying pleasures and seeing good and evil, he returns to the state from which he began. As a great fish swims between the banks of a river, as it likes, so does the shining self move between the states of dreaming and waking. As a man in the arms of his beloved is not aware of what is without and what is within, so a person in union with the self is not aware of what is without or what is within. For in that unitive state all desires find their perfect fulfillment. There is no other desire that needs to be fulfilled, and one goes beyond sorrow. In that unitive state, there is neither father nor mother, neither worlds nor gods, nor even scriptures. In that state, there is neither thief nor slayer, neither low caste nor high, neither monk nor aesthetic. The self is beyond good and evil, beyond all the suffering of the human heart. In that unitive state, one sees without seeing, for there is nothing separate from him. Smells without smelling, for there is nothing separate from him. Tastes without tasting, for there is nothing separate from him. Speaks without speaking, for there is nothing separate from him. Hears without hearing, for there is nothing separate from him. Touches without touching, for there is nothing separate from him. Thinks without thinking, for there is nothing separate from him. Knows without knowing, for there is nothing separate from him. Where there is separateness, one sees another, smells another, tastes another, speaks to another, hears another, touches another, thinks of another, knows another, 
But where there is unity, one without a second, that is the world of Brahman. This is the supreme goal of life, the supreme treasure, the supreme joy. Those who do not seek this supreme goal live on but a fraction of this joy. So there's a lot to that reading. And I think the title says it all. The Unitive State. It's a regular reminder in our unity. It sure is a lot easier if you're on drugs, right? Sometimes when I read the these teachings of the Hindu mystics, it reminds me of when I was on mushrooms. But it is possible to achieve these states without substance. It's cooling down. For me, it's cutting out refined sugar, processed foods, slowing down doing yoga for the unitive, calming components rather than trying to get a nice ass. It's eating healthy because it brings me in tune with the mystery. Being human comes with its caveats pain and trauma, particularly from whatever society. I'm tired of shitting on Western civilization. I'm tired of thinking about how much better other people have it. I'm tired of comparing and thinking that I'm separate from someone in Peru, that I'm separate from someone in Sweden, that I'm separate from someone in Japan or Antarctica, if there be explorers. We are human primates with evolving consciousness and the complexity of just how truly the plants and their medicines have helped us in our evolution of consciousness. And that push and pull, that craving, my gums watering when I remember the flip in my belly like an elevator dropping whenever I feel the divine. There's something uncomfortable about readjusting, realigning, purging the old. There is no joy without sorrow. There is no growth without pain. 
The spiritual life is not a theory. And yesterday's serenity doesn't carry over to today. I'm going to read three psalms. If you are in a particular need for to be repaid or there's money owed to you, recite Psalm 41, 42, and 43 three times a day for three days. And so it is. Blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil of me. When will he die and his name perish? And if he comes to see me, he speaks lies. His heart gathers iniquity to itself. When he goes out, he tells it. All who hate me whisper together against me. Against me they devise my hurt. An evil disease, they say, clings to him. And now that he lies down, he will rise up no more. Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. But you, O oh Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. By this I know that you are well pleased with me, because my enemy does not triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity and set me before your face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go out with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. 
Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man, for you are the God of my strength. Why do you cast me off? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. And on the harp I will praise you, O oh God my God. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. If you'd like to know more about the magical uses of the Psalms, I have restocked the Magical Psalms for the Novice booklet, which I've compiled with categorized uses of the Psalms with a table of contents. So if you need protection, healing, a court case, money, love, help with gardening, you look in the table of contents and it'll tell you which Psalms to help with your, with your needs. And I've restocked this, and you can purchase it from my Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash Hanael777, that's H-A-N-A-E-L-777. You can also book a tarot reading with me at www.samantha.as.me. And those are ways that you can support this podcast. Before we get into... Today's herb of the day, which is eucalyptus, I am going to read my own personal poem. Um, seems appropriate. It's about dogs, considering there today is Monday, 
And considering that yesterday was the full lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Here you go. A hound barks three times in the night time. And I ever do howl at the moon. Searching under the pecan tree, the roses doth bloom. While I ever and always search for you, for thee, my beloved Hecate. Would that I could so thus speak any word that does not blame me. For every time that I do feel weak, a luminescing death of ego, wishing that I tossed between sheets, and every wishing things were different, that there were not a veil between you and me. How could I do any different but whimper, moan, and weep for every day that ought to be Monday? every minute and every week. For even today, with all its wolves and quivers, every shaking or any leaf, to prove that I am good enough, but truly that's enough about me. What of coyotes and watchers, a snarling slobber, with heads of three, guarding ever the gates of Hades, once more and over, so shall it be. And now today's, this week's, this episode's herb of the episode is eucalyptus. I have been drinking some eucalyptus tea and burning some eucalyptus wood here as I've been recording this podcast. So this vibe is brought to you by eucalyptus. I even added a little bit of the essential oil to the um, coconut oil that I moisturized with beforehand. So this vibe is definitely brought to you by eucalyptus. According to Herbally Yours by Penny C. Royale, Eucalyptus can be utilized to improve the appetite, helps with bronchitis and the lungs. Primarily, it seems like eucalyptus will go with, helps with cough, the lungs, um, if you have like a cold coming on. It does say to only administer in small doses, so just be aware of that. I'm also not an herbalist or a doctor. This is just a fun excuse to help you have information that's not traditional Western medicine. You can mix this, a little bit of the eucalyptus essential oil to a cup of warm water as an insect repellent. So if you can't stand the smell of off, then add a little eucalyptus to your water. So you could drink it as a tea or if you had eucalyptus in like um, a lotion or you added the essential oil to a carrier oil such as 
olive oil or coconut oil and then you could rub it on your chest area and that could help with um, clearing out the lungs. And then as me as an occasional smoker, I'm not gonna apologize for that. Tobacco is a sacred herb and who gives a fuck? Okay, I take that back, but not really. So anyway, it helps to clear out mucus from the lungs. And if you are feeling a little nauseous, you can take a small amount under the, under the tongue. So remember, if you're ingesting eucalyptus as a tea or anything of that sort, just do it in very, very small doses. They say to consult a doctor. I don't know why you would make a doctor's appointment to consult. It's like, what are you going to make a doctor's appointment and then ask a Western practitioner with like a list of herbs. Can I take this one? Can I take this one? It's like, what's that's your fucking mom? Like, that's your dad? Like, why are you asking permission? It's like, I'm pretty sure your body would know. Be wise, be wise, be wise. What do they say? Be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. So, and then magically, eucalyptus is also used for healing. It's associated with the moon, so that's fun that we're recording this episode on Monday. Um, but it's, yeah, you could stuff the leaves in a poppet, and then you carry it to maintain good health. If you have a cold, and then you're also doing your regular herbal and medicinal caring for your physical body, you can also do magic to help with healing. So you would do... Um, a ring of green candles and then the leaves of the eucalyptus and burn them and, and have the leaves around the um, around the candles and then visualizing yourself to be completely healed. So even utilizing eucalyptus in healing magic, I would assume particularly if you have any type of cold, because you can even place eucalyptus beneath your pillow to guard against the cold and you can also hang a branch or sticks of eucalyptus over your bed um, to help speed up your healing. You can also carry leaves for protection. So it's definitely, that's your takeaway. Eucalyptus for colds, magically and medicinally, helps clear up phlegm and protect against colds. And then thank you for listening. So glad to be back. And here is your poem for eucalyptus. Eucalyptus is for your lungs, or drink as tea just for fun. Consume this herb in such small doses. It helps with migraines, but not psychosis. Carry in a poppet for your health though it is not known much for wealth. Mix eucalyptus oil with a cup of water to keep the insects from you to not bother. If your lungs are very wet, this smoke or steam will help you yet.